Welcome to LifeCast with Ryan Lee. This is Ryan, and I get the opportunity to speak to a couple hundred thousand people all around the country every year. And people often ask me, when you speak, what do you speak about? And if I could sum up the thing I speak on the most, including everything from corporate keynotes to church messages, well, the subject would be life. That's why this is called LifeCast. So here's a clip from a recent talk I did on fear. And after that, myself and an awesome host and friend, Peter, will join me as we discuss some key takeaways that I believe can equip you with the tools to change your life. Enjoy. The interesting thing about fear is that we're actually only born with two. Number one, fear of falling. And number two, the fear of loud noises. Every other fear that you and I have is learned. Fear of being alone. Some of us is fear of the economy crashing. Some of us is the fear of losing a job. Some of us that already happened. Some of us is the fear of not having enough money. And we could fill in the blank on that to eat, retire, pay bills, put our kids through college. Some of us have the fear of our kids not doing well in school. We have the fear of kids not making friends, fear of getting sick. I, I think most of our fears can actually be summed up into this idea of the fear of what's going to happen next, the fear of the unknown. Here's what I think we have to do with all of our fears. I think we have to ask two questions for every fear that we have. Number one, where did they come from? Who did they come from? Sometimes the source of the fear will determine the legitimacy of the fear. The second question we have to ask is, are we passing them on to others? It would be a shame if we spent so much time being fearful of what's next that we don't stop to enjoy what's current. <laughs> I hope and pray that we don't spend so much time and energy worried about what we're going to eat next that we don't enjoy the meals that we have today. Oh, please don't, don't forget to enjoy your lunch being worried about dinner. Oh, I hope we don't spend so much time being worried about our kids getting sick that we don't enjoy the kids we have right in front of us today. Oh, I pray that we don't waste energy trying to worry about things tomorrow and forget to really live our best life today. I love what Rick Warren says. He says, today, is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. So why would we worry about tomorrow? You're here, if you're watching this message, it simply means you're still alive and it means that God is not done with your story. I am so excited about episode one with my main man, Peter Reeves. What's going on, Ryan? Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. And uh, man, before we jump into any questions or conversation, I think I want to know, but people want to know, why are you starting a podcast? What's the why behind the Ryan League Lifecast? Well, you know, the idea of equipping people with the tools to change their life, I found that oftentimes uh, doing motivational speaking uh, in corporate America, doing messages in church, you know, you can inspire somebody to want to change. But if they don't have the tools to actually change, sometimes you've even done them a disservice. And so I think it's just important that people have 
tools to be able to make the change that they want to see in their life. So if you tell somebody, man, you should probably have an emergency fund, but you don't equip them with the tools to budget and, and actually save money, then then you're basically just giving them a false hope. And so I, I just wanted to create a, a, an avenue, a platform to be able to really equip people uh, with the tools to to change their life. So So I'm excited about it, man. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to doing more of these with you. And uh, right now, we are in an interesting time in history. We are all, and I mean all, navigating a pandemic, and uh, people are afraid. How are you processing COVID-19, the coronavirus, the fear? How are you processing it? Man, that that COVID-19, man, you know, I'm processing it one day at a time. Uh, I remember sitting with a friend that works for an NBA team on March 7th. And we were talking about the possibility of the NBA playing with no fans. And we, we, we laughed at how crazy that would be. And then you start hearing, you know, the NCAA might be playing with no fans and doing the March Madness tournament. You're like, man, that would be crazy. And you already started to see memes, you know, of them playing on the court with no fans. And, and then, dude, on March 11th, it's like, they're canceling everything. So there's not no fans. It's it's we we are we are shutting this thing down. You know, and you're just like, man, I, I didn't I didn't think the NBA would be canceled. And then the Masters gets canceled, Disney closes, Nike store closed. That hurt my feelings. And all of a sudden, you know, all of these parents become homeschool teachers overnight. You're like, wait, what? They're they're canceling school, they're canceling daycare. They're de- I mean, just man, it, it was it, 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 there's been an interesting progression. You know, we, it, it was this thing that was overseas and, you know, sometimes we can be a little arrogant in the United States of America. Like, I mean, this ain't going to really happen to us. Like surely right. we have a plan. It's not going to shut down our economy. It's not going to, it's not going to have that great of an impact on us. You know, we're not going to be doing church online, but here, here we are. And, and that's all become, a, a reality for us. And, and at first, you know, COVID-19, uh, in my group of friends, they call it that Rona, you know, it's like, like it, it started getting nicknamed, you know, and, but it was this thing that was very distant and it, it wasn't until, you know, probably late March that I start to have friends that had COVID-19 It went from this thing that was way over there to right in, in front of me. And all of a sudden, you know, it's not just memes. It's not just nicknames. It's it's something that is very, 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 very serious. And a lot of people are are impacted by it. And so, you know, just day by day, you 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 have to take it really one day at a time and and really sort of sort of manage your own fears because they're it's 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 real. Yeah, absolutely. And with people uh, obviously in the thick of this pandemic, what is your advice to people or your thoughts for people on how to manage fear? What do you, what do we do with fear? Yeah. So I think the, the truth about fear is that uh, most of, most of our fears um, are often fed. And I think the good news about that is that uh, hope can also be fed. Um, and I can prove to you, we are all one news cycle away from a completely different emotion. So if we hear uh, bad news, if we look at a death count, you know, we're, we're full of fear. And it's like, oh, man, this is never going to get any better. We're going to be like this for forever. And then you hear another news cycle that's good news. that says, you know, the economy is going to open back up in a week or so. 
and uh, the death count's going down and all of a sudden, man, what happens? Hope is fed. Uh, this is why on social media, it's called a news feed. And so what I encourage people to do is to beware of what you're eating every single day. Um, the old saying is you are what you eat. And so I think we just have to beware of what we're putting in our ears, what we're putting in our eyes. And, you know, the first week or so, I found myself looking for a death count every single day. And you're like, what is this feeding every single day? Now I'm going to sleep thinking about death nonstop. And at some point, I think we have to ask ourselves, what are, what are we doing to ourselves? What are, what are we really putting in in our souls? And, and how can we be feeding hope? And there's so many other positive things that we can that we can be putting in our ears, putting in our eyes to to feed hope because we actually get to choose, choose what we eat. So in my home, what we just decided is we say, hey, you know what? We're going to get all the information that we possibly can on COVID-19. We're going to keep our hands washed. We're going to keep our house safe. Uh, we're going to cook a lot. We're going to do the deal. We're, we're going to follow the procedures outlined by the health professionals. And then at some point, we got to turn off the news. At some point, I can't watch another clip of the breakdown of this or that. And this is how many people, you know, at some point you just have to go, you know what? In light of the fears that I'm trying to manage that are legitimate and the hope that I want to have, I actually get to make a decision about what I listen to and what I watch. So I get to wake up and make a decision about the podcast that I listen to, okay? Uh, the the messages, the motivational speeches, the books I read. I get to make a decision about the things that are going to be feeding me. And so um, falling asleep at night like this, looking at the worst possible scenarios, is just it just isn't good for us. And so... Uh, we already have enough legitimate fears to worry about. Um, I just encourage people not to feed them. Yeah, absolutely. Th that, those are such good thoughts. And I, I want to get even a little more practical. How do we help people practically? What are the, th the tools or the steps that we need to, to follow or the homework we need to apply to help ourselves not stay in a position of fear? How do, how do we help people manage their fears in this crisis? Practically. Yeah. So I, I, I think what you see is a, a lot of worry because I, and really uh, what worry is, is it's a massive fear of the future. It's the fear of the unknown, what, what's going to happen next. And so what can easily happen for any one of us is that we can spend so much time worrying about the future that we don't actually enjoy today. We can be so worried about our kids getting sick in the future that we don't enjoy our kids today. We could be yeah. so worried about what we're going to eat for dinner that we don't enjoy lunch right now. And so I think you have to, at some point, homework, as you put it, is I would write down on a piece of paper a list of things that you can control and things you cannot control. Okay, you you want you want to write down the list. You, you know, you draw a line down the middle 
of the paper and then do do the line across and on one side here are the things i can't control these are these are things that are out of my control and these are the things that are within my control that i can do a whole lot about some of the things some of the options that we have of things that we cannot control uh, we cannot control other people's decisions uh, we cannot control other people's posture we cannot control what is reported on the news. We cannot control uh, what will happen with the economy. We cannot control when a pandemic is over. Uh, here are the things uh, that we can control. Uh, we can control how much we watch the news. We can control our posture during a pandemic. We can control our decisions. Uh, we can't control when the NBA is going to come back, but we can control praying for the, our team right now, okay? Because I think the Mavs are still going to make the playoffs if there is a playoff. And so I think we all have to just really think about what, what can I control and what can't I control? And for all of the things that I can control, I want to give my best energy to that. What's going on in my house? I can control it. So I want to give my best energy to my family, my business, and my ministry right now. Uh, the things that I can't control, you give those things to God. Because there's nothing I can do about those things anyways. And so I, I, I get to choose what I eat, and I get to choose where I spend my time and my energy. And and so I, I just, I, I think the, those that whole list of things that I can't control man, I'm grateful to serve a God that is in control of those things. So, you know what? Those are things that I've just got to release to him and, and give my best energy to the things that I can. So so the homework is is to write down the things that you can control and things you can't control. Yeah, that's so awesome. Last question for today. How do I help the people around me manage their fears? Because I could be doing a great job internally and uh, doing some of the things you're saying, but how do I help the people around me, my family members, my kids? How do I help them manage Man, fear? I, I think we sh we have to be hope dealers. We, we've got to be people that spread hope. And we, we have to be aware that we're not spreading our fears that we're not passing on our fears to someone else who wasn't even afraid before, but now it's like we've actually made them afraid. And I think sometimes when someone's not taking the pandemic seriously, we're like, no, 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 we we need to put the fear of God in them. They need they need to get serious. But it's one thing to pass on caution. It's one thing to pass on wisdom, but it's a whole nother thing to pass on on fear. And so I think one of the best things that we could be doing for each other. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about this in episode two that I'm really excited about, um, which is is just really looking out for your neighbor and looking out for your friends and really checking in with each other because this is a rough time. And everyone is impacted uh, by a pandemic differently than than someone else. And uh, we we just can't play the comparison game of, well, it impacts me more than it impacts you. I think we, we're all in this thing together. And I think we we have to be people that say, hey, you know what? We're we're very aware of what's happening in our world right now. And and we, we've just got to rally and, and come come alongside each other and be there for one another. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan, that's super helpful. I, I don't think a lot of people are thinking uh, about this pandemic through that lens. And so sure. I think that is a, is a really great insight for the listeners. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of LifeCast with Ryan Leak. If you found today's episode to be helpful, please take a moment to rate, review, share with a friend, and subscribe.